Hello and welcome to the Master of Demon Gorge podcast. Everyone knows that Qin Shi Huang, the first emperor, unified China back in 221 BC. What no one is completely sure about is whether he was his own father's son. Alice, you are familiar with Qin Shi Huang, or Qin Shi Huangdi, of course, the first emperor. He was the first emperor. Right. That's what I know. <laughs> okay. And we've, we've talked a little bit about him mm-hmm. already or in passing. Um, and, uh, but, all right. So, you know, so he's so-called first emperor. And um, what, what do you know about him? Is that a test? No, no. <laughs> uh, if it were, would you pass? No, I don't think so. <laughs> okay, so he's known as the first emperor in, in Chinese history. And um, if you take a poll of Chinese people and ask them who was the most significant figure in all of Chinese history... They would tell you Qin Tao. Well, not all of them, but I imagine at least some of them, some of them will. And uh, because, well, after all, there's a long history here. And so there's a lot of choices, right? There's a lot of choices. Um, so the fact that I think more than, more than uh, uh, let's say, uh, 5% of people, more than 5 or 10%, I imagine, would choose Qin Shi Huang. And that's a lot for a, for a, a history of some 4,700 years. Mm. And um, so because he is... Uh, recognized as being the first person to reunify China after oh, yeah, at, at the end of that, the, yeah. the Warring States mm-hmm. era, and in fact we say he's the first emperor. That's what we call him, um, because before that the ruler of the country was called a king. Mm. Wang translates as king. Now we translate the term Huangdi as, as emperor, emperor. Yeah. but of course etymologically. It's not the same mm. at all. The English word emperor comes from the Latin imperator, a commander, mm. someone who gives him, someone who, imperative, right? someone who gives the order, imperator, imperial emperor. Um, but <clears throat> the Qin Shi Huang chose his own title. He made it up, Huangdi, from ancient legends when there were San Huang, Wu Di, the three Huang and the five Di. And he said, well, I'm, I'm greater than all of them put together. So I'm going to take those two parts, the Huang, that was a title of three rulers, and the Di, title of five rulers from mythical times. I'm going to put them together, and I'm going to call myself Huang Di, because I'm better than all of them put together. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So there's going to be a lot. I mean, you know, we've already uh, discussed them in passing, in, in past episodes, and we're going to do more later, but... We can't tell all of tell our listeners our listeners all about Qin Shi Huang right now, because if we tried, we'd just be here forever. What I want to talk about today is instead Qin Shi Huang Year One, no, <laughs> Qin Shi Huang the early years, um, because there is so much there's so 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 much myth, so many stories that surround this person for obvious reasons because of its importance in history. Um, so there's a, there's a theory, there's a suggestion all the way from, from his own lifetime that he might not have been, he might not have been his father's son. <gasps> he might have been illegitimate. Oof. Right. So 
we're going to tell that story now. <laughs> we're, going to, we're going to tell our listeners what that's all about. Now, to, to do this, let me make a uh, mea culpa, make a mild apology and a uh, slight correction from one of our earlier episodes about the Battle of Changping and the Siege of Handan, because the story really begins there. And when we told that story a few, some, some episodes earlier, I, um, <laughs> I messed up the, the chronology a little bit, like mm-hmm. which generation was who. So the king of the Qing kingdom, when uh, the Battle of Changping was fought back in uh, about 260 BC, uh, was in, I, I, at the time I said he was Qing Shihuang's grandfather. No, he was the great grandfather. Okay. Okay. So the story begins and in the city of Handan, which was the capital of the Zhao Kingdom, mm. uh, which, as you, as you probably recall, um, after the Battle of Changping, the, the Qing laid siege to the city of Handan, the, the Zhao capital, and threatened to destroy the Zhao. And after, if they were to destroy the Zhao, then they would be able to conquer all of China. And you remember at that time, we had the legend of the butcher and the doorman oh. and how they came together and stopped the invincible army of the Qing. Right. Now, while uh, the, king, uh, the kingdoms of Zhao and Qing were at war with each other, one of the, the king of Qing's many grandsons was a hostage in the city of Handan. Now, during the Warring States period, this kind of hostage-taking, hostage-keeping, or hostage exchange, uh, was actually very common. The, because, of course, the seven kingdoms were constantly fighting each other, and every royal family had lots of relatives. Okay, right? so it was easy, an easy so way to... To try to, to not fight? Or... Oh, to try to not fight, right? Mm. Both sides would agree to send one cousin or one grandson to the other side, and they would oh. hold that person. Oh, and it so, was intentional. <clears throat> It was intentional. It was it was a diplomatic tool, mm. but obviously it didn't work because the Qing still attacked the Zhao, right? Because the king of Qing had like thirty grandsons. He's like, I really don't care if, <laughs> if that one kid, which which kid was it? Oh, that one. Oh, whatever. Screw him. I don't even like him. So that so it it really didn't work. But as a diplomatic tool, it was common to have this kind of hostage exchanges. So uh, one of the king's grandsons was living in Handan as a hostage. And he had a most interesting name. His name was Yi Ren. Yi as in Qi Yi as in strange. Mm. Ren as in person. His, so his name literally meant strange, meant person. strange person, strange man, stranger, maybe. So I'm going to call him stranger for the rest mm. of this, for the rest of this episode. So Prince Stranger, living all by himself, he's like a young, he's like a young man, teens, 20, maybe. He's living in this hostile city, and he's all alone, and uh, and at any moment his uh, his keepers, the, the the people of Zhao, might decide to cut off his head, right? Because the, his grandfather because is attacking, hostage, yeah. is his hostage, right? But then he meets this guy, a merchant, a wealthy mm-hmm. merchant, who happened to be doing business in Handan, and his name was Lü Buwei. Lü Buwei encounters this young man. Lü Bu is like an older man. He's, he's, an old, he's some, some, some years older. He's a, a highly intelligent, highly ambitious, but he's a merchant. Oh. And in traditional China, a merchant is not so well-respected as, you know, he's not aristocratic necessarily. He's just a guy who knows how to make money. 
But he meets Stranger, and Liu Bei decides that this is a hell of a find to be friends with a prince, even、mm. if a hostage. So Liu Bei makes himself into Stranger's new best friend, and、um, and a, a number of things happen. First, he introduces Stranger to his concubine. Why? She's a very beautiful young woman, and Liu Bei had a feeling that Stranger would fall in love with her. Why he would give? Right. You wouldn't be jealous. Hang on. So sure enough, he does. Stranger falls in love with his own new best friend's concubine.、Mm-hmm. And as was, I suppose, appropriate at the time, the、uh, <laughs> uh, boy offers to give her to him. Yeah, because you could just pass on your wife to your friend. At the time, it was a thing you could do.、Mm-hmm. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> Um, and stranger is like, oh my god, you really are a man's best friend. Like, I want to have sex with your wife, and you're just like, go ahead, man. She's your wife now. <laughs> and、uh, and so stranger thinks he really thinks Li Bu is absolutely his best friend, and loves the man, and、uh, would do anything for him. And the concubine gets passed over, and、um, becomes stranger's wife. And some time after that. She gives birth to a son in the city of Handan.、Mm-hmm. This is the future. That's right.、Mm-hmm. But some believe. Some believe that when Liu Bei passed her on to stranger, she was already pregnant. Uh huh. Uh huh. In any event, <clears throat> another thing that Liu Bei does for stranger is that he puts together a whole plan. For him to get back to the kingdom of Qing, not only that he managed to he manages to help him get back to the Qing, but he also helps him.、Uh, he tells him what to say, what to do. So, like I said, the king had many grandsons, right? And he had named a、uh, crown prince. One of his number of sons, and then even more grandsons. And out of the sons, he had chosen a crown prince. The crown prince was not strangers. Father, right? Because he had lots of sons,、mm. but <clears throat> the crown prince has no son. So, stranger, following Du Bois' instructions, goes over to the crown prince and, more importantly, to his wife, the princess, and basically ingratiates himself.、Mm. And so, so until the prince, the crown prince, and the princess decide to adopt him as their own. So、oh, then, right. So the baby. This is all Du Bois' manipulation.、Oh. So then the baby then becomes the crown prince's adoptive、oh. grandson. Few, then, then the king dies. The crown prince becomes the king. He dies a few years later, <laughs>、uh, and、um, and、uh, was it? He, he dies very quickly, ridiculously quickly. Or was it Yuan who dies? Anyway, whatever. He dies fairly quickly. Yuan, the stranger. Becomes the king. He also dies fairly quickly. So Qin Shi Huang. Some say possibly. A... Some say possibly murdered by Liu Bei, of course. Oh. And then Qin Shi Huang at thirteen becomes the king、mm. of Qing. Of course, right now he's not yet Qin Shi Huang. He hasn't conquered the six、mm. kingdoms yet.
but he becomes king, and Li Bui becomes the chancellor or prime minister. Right, he's the most powerful man in the kingdom of Qing. He's the power. Oh, the but true he comes power. from Zhou. <clears throat> He I, he did not really come from Zhao. He was doing business in Zhao. Oh, he was doing business. But the mother, though his, his the concubine, he passed on to a mm. uh, stranger. She really was from Zhao. She really was from Zhao. At least she's written. She's recorded in history books. She, she's recorded. Sima mm. Qian, the grand historian, China's Herodotus, records her in the Shizi, the historical records, simply as Zhao Qi, mm. the lady of Zhao or the the concubine from Zhao. So she she actually was and. Like I said, Qin Shi Huang was born in Handan, the city that they were just trying to attack, and he was born there. Um, so, uh, so, so Qin Shi Huang becomes the king, but the his mother, the queen, the the, the queen mother at this point, right? Who, after all, used to be married to Lu Bui, the chancellor, mm-hmm. now rekindles that relationship. Right, they're sleeping together,、uh-huh. or some people say they were sleeping together this whole time, even、yeah. while the king was around, because you know they were doing it behind his back,、uh-huh. and because the king loved Lu Bui, he thought he was his absolute best friend, stranger. You no, know, maybe maybe he didn't even realize because、uh-huh. he was this kind of innocent young man, kind of kind of guy. And he just thought, oh, my best friend. He would never betray me. He would never do anything, right? So maybe Li Bui was openly sleeping with his wife,、mm. and he just didn't know. But now that he's dead, of course, they were just they were just carrying on like all the time,、um, while the son, possibly their son,、mm. is on the throne, right? And、um, but the the history books tell us Shizi tells us some very.、Um, Very、uh, scandalous details. I mean, this is already scandalous, but it gets worse. This is almost like Suetonius writing about Nero in the Twelve Life, Lives of the Caesars. At some point, you have you almost have to stop yourself and be like, "Really, Suetonius? Really? Did that? Did Nero really do that? Was he really as bad as 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 what you say?" This is like、uh, this is like if, you know the New York Times writing about Donald Trump, right? You know. There's going to be a lot of. Did, did he, is he really as bad as all that? <laughs> no, no. I'm saying it, it. It could be like that. You know,、mm. if 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 you know, two thousand years from now, the only things we know about Donald Trump are from the most liberal、uh, mm. outlets. I mean, he's pretty bad, obviously, but they would make him sound even worse,、mm-hmm. right? If those are only records. But in any event, Shizi, the historical records, tells us that Bibue. Is constantly having sex with the queen mother, but at some point he's like, you know what? Maybe I shouldn't keep doing this because sooner or later people are going to find out, and sooner or later the king, who may be my own son, is going to find out, and you know he's going to be upset.、Mm. So the story is that he then went around and found a, a another man. Who had a particular talent, which is he had a huge <laughs> penis. Okay, <laughs> and Ribuwe deliberately arranged for him. So the guy was known for having a huge penis. Yeah, he was like famous for having a huge penis. Like he he had a, he performed a party trick where with his penis he could like、uh, like push a cart or something. Like he was like. <laughs> 
It's the story. Again, you have to be like, Sorry. really? Really, Sebastian? Really? Are you sure about that? Because that sounds, you know, it sounds, it sounds like tabloid stuff, right? Um, so, the, so the story is Riboy uh, arranged for this man to pretend to be castrated, mm. pretend to be a, become a eunuch, and then go into the palace because the, to, to serve, to be the, the queen's servant, uh, the mm. queen mother's servant, you had to be a eunuch mm. in, in, in ancient China. Mm. Precisely so that people would know that you're not having sex with mm. the queen, <laughs> right? So, but he pretends to be a, to, to be a eunuch and goes in. So Liu Bui basically arranges for this man to replace himself as the queen's new lover, the queen mother's new lover, which, you know... It's pretty because so that so that she so that he can get rid of her so that he doesn't have to keep going into the palace and 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 uh, put himself at risk. Mm. That's the story. But um, but of course the king Qing Shi Huang does eventually grow up and find out. And that so, the way is going with that. Well, he finds out a, a lot of things. First of all, the the um, the queen goes on to. She she moves to another palace mm. with this man, mm. famous for his special talent, mm -hmm. and actually has two children with him. Oh, and the guy decides that he could be king. I'm already sleeping with his. I'm already sleeping with the king's mother. Why can't I get rid of the king and just be king myself? <laughs> so he tries to take over. He tries to organize as an mm. army. He's like, I, got, I already got two kids that I had with the queen mother. Like, they could be my princes. So he starts a rebellion. But, I mean, the man was known for one thing, not his military prowess or not his, you know, not mm. skills in battle. So Qin Shi Huang defeats him and kills him, of course. Kills the children. Oh. And then imprisons his own mother. Puts her in, under house arrest. Um, and the story goes that... Um, the story goes that, uh, it, it, of course, imprisoning one's own mother is not xiao, right? It's not the xiao dao. It's not xiao shen, the, the Chinese value of filial filial piety, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It is. It is obviously not respecting your parent to to put your own mother in prison or or at least under house arrest. So the story goes that one after another Mandarin, one after another courtier comes to Qing Shi Huang and says, "Your Majesty, don't do that." Don't right. Let let your mother out of mm. out of you know. Don't don't lock her up. It's not cool. And then and Qing Shihuang says, Qing Shihuang kills every man who tries to tell him this. The story goes that a a a, a series of twenty seven courtiers, one by one, come to him to say, Your Majesty, you should let your mother out. Twenty-seven dead people. Yeah, twenty-seven dead courtiers. Until the last guy managed to convince him. It's the story. Then, then he also um, pushes Lu Boy aside. Mm. Did he work out that Lu Boy was his own father? No. Well, first of all, we don't really know if Lu Boy was really his father. Yeah. Right. If 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 he believed he was, if he really was, the psychodrama. I mean, can you imagine what's going on in this man's head? He's like, all right, I already just dealt with my mother who was sleeping with this other dude and had like half-brothers, children on the side, my half-brothers, whom I just killed, right? And now you tell me my chancellor this whole time was my real dad? 
<laughs> you know, oh my God. Um, but anyway, he pushes him aside and, uh, and at some point uh, sends him a, a bottle of poison. To, so he found out. Kill yourself. If, if he believed, if he believed the boy was his own father and he still sent him a bottle of poison to say, kill yourself, that's even worse, mm. of course. But if he, if, if it wasn't true that he wasn't his own brother, uh, his, his own father, well, in any event, he ordered the boy to commit suicide by poison and the boy did it to kill oh. himself. Then Tizavon's own brother, his half brother, or well, either full brother or half brother, depends mm, on depends on who his, who, his, who his father really was, right? Uh, then the history books tell us then then he tried to rebel mm. and take over the throne, possibly because he heard whispers that his brother was only his half brother. Right, possibly because he heard. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. The guy who's the guy who's supposed to be king, the guy who's on the throne, he's not even the the same bloodline <laughs> of the royals of Qing. My God, right? I got it. I'm I'm the true I'm the true heir to the throne. Mm. I got it. I got it. I got to bring an army and and take over. So he rebels. We don't know if that was why, but he does rebel, and and they fight, and Tsingtao kills him as well. Okay, so he killed his entire family? So at this point, if you believe that Li Bui was his real father, then at this point he's he killed, his, killed his own father. He killed, uh, he, he imprisoned his, his own mother, he didn't kill her, but he killed her, her later children, so her oh. half-brothers. Then he killed his other half-brother, the, the true heir to the throne, because he was trying to take over. Mm. So, and then only after that does he conquer China, does he reunify China. So that's the sort of man, that's the kind of man who is on the verge of reunifying all of China. So what kind of psychology, what kind of person yeah. is this? What kind of man is this, right? Mm. Although, all right, so we're not going to get into his later career right now. That will be for, for a later episode. But to be fair, you know, the, the history books are not clear how much of this really, you know, was he Lu Bui-san or was that, was that rubbish? Uh, Sima Qian, it makes this very unclear, actually, um, because uh, it, it, he, gives, he gives dates that sort of uh, seem to conflict. And, uh, you know, there's one point, if you do the math, it would, it would be like, if, if, uh, if, he, if the uh, lady of Zhao, right, if the concubine was already pregnant when she was, when the boy passed her onto stranger, that would, then if you do the math, then she was pregnant for 12 months. Oh. Then that oh, no. can't be right. Oh. And, and also, right, so is it possible that she really was already pregnant, but stranger didn't know about it? Like, what kind, how dumb do you have to be if you marry a woman and then she has a child six months later? <laughs> and then you're like, oh, yeah, that's definitely my kid, right? How stupid do you have to be if you believe that, right? But then on the other side, on the other hand, well, if they, if they were having an affair on the side, still, if Li Bue was still having an affair with the concubine, even after she passed her, passed her on, well, then she could have gotten pregnant later from, from him still, right? 
Um, a few years ago, there was a very popular TV show they made on, on in, in mainland China, where they fictionalized this heavily fictionalizes, of course, and makes the woman, the queen, sort of the the、uh, central character. This love triangle,、mm. you know, this love triangle between the king and the chancellor and the queen. Yeah, I imagine. A, yeah, and both、Drama. men, both men are in love with her equally, and they're you know, both men of power.、Mm. And this one woman in the middle is trying to, you know, and then in, later in the show, of course, then her son is growing up and becoming becoming the man, the once and future emperor, right? The, the man destined to 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 rule over all of China, and then how she's trying to. Set everything up for him for his future success, and anyway, it's it, it was a very popular show. Of course, ninety percent all made up. No, Smarty never wrote any of that.、Uh, anyway, so like I said, this is the man who is on the cusp of reunifying China. This has been his career thus far. Still, only a young man, and、uh, we'll be talking about、uh, everything else he does in later episodes. This has been M O D G. Thank you for listening.